meter in conversation, rational or playful. The evil of the actual disparity in their ages, and Mr. Woodhouse had not married early, was much increased by his constitution and habits. For having been a valetudinarian all his life, without activity of mind or body, he was a much older man in ways than in years, and though everywhere beloved for the friendliness of his heart and his amiable temper, his talents could not have recommended him at any time. Her sister, though comparatively but little removed by matrimony being settled in London, only sixteen miles off, was much beyond her daily reach, and many a long October and November evening must be struggled through at Hartfield before Christmas brought the next visit from Isabella and her husband and their little children to fill the house and give her pleasant society again. Highbury, the large and populous village, almost amounting to a town, to which Hartfield, in spite of its separate lawn and shrubberies and name, did really belong, afforded her no equals. The Woodhouses were the first in consequence there. All looked up to them. She had many acquaintance in the place, for her father was universally civil, but not one among them who could be accepted in lieu of Miss Taylor for even half a day. It was a melancholy change, and Emma could not but sigh over it and wish for impossible things till her father awoke and made it necessary to be cheerful. His spirits required support. He was a nervous man, easily depressed, fond of everybody that he was used to, and hating to part with them, hating change of every kind. Matrimony, as the origin of change, was always disagreeable, and he was by no means yet reconciled to his own daughter's marrying, nor could ever speak of her but with compassion, though it had been entirely a match of affection. When he was now obliged to part with Miss Taylor, too, and from his habits of gentle selfishness and of being never able to suppose that other people could feel differently from himself, he was very much disposed to think... Miss Taylor had done as sad a thing for herself as for them, and would have been a great deal happier if she had spent all the rest of her life at Hartfield. Emma smiled and chatted as cheerful as she could to keep him from such thoughts, but when tea came it was impossible for him not to say exactly as he had said at dinner, oh, Poor Miss Taylor! I wish you were here again. What a pity it is that Mr. Weston ever thought of her. I cannot agree with you, Papa. You know I cannot. Mr. Weston is such a good-humoured, pleasant, excellent man that he thoroughly deserves a good wife, and you would not have had Miss Taylor live with us for ever and bear all my odd humours when she might have a house of her own. A house of her own? But where is the advantage of a house of her own? This is three times as large, and you have never any odd humours, my dear. How often shall we be going to see them, and they coming to see us? We shall always be meeting. We must begin." We must go and pay our wedding visit very soon. My dear, how am I to get so far? Oh, Randall's is such a distance. I could not walk half so far. No, Papa, nobody thought of you walking. We must go in the carriage, to be sure. The carriage? But James will not like to put the horses to, for such a little way. And where are the poor horses to be while we're paying our visit? They are to be put into Mr. Weston's stable, Papa. You know we have settled that already. We talked it over with Mr. Weston last night. And as for James, you may be very sure he will always like going to Randall's because of his daughter being housemaid there. I only doubt whether he will ever take us anywhere else. That was your doing, Papa. You got Hannah that good place. Nobody thought of Hannah till you mentioned her. James is so obliged to you. I'm very glad I did think of her. It was very lucky, for I would not have had poor James think himself slighted upon any account— and I'm sure she will make a very good servant. She is a civil, pretty-spoken girl, and I have great opinion of her. 
Whenever I see her, she always curtsies and asks me how I do in a very pretty manner. When you've had her here to do needlework, I observe she always turns the lock of the door the right way and never bangs it. I'm sure she will be an excellent servant, and it will be a great comfort to poor Miss Taylor to have somebody about her that she is used to. Whenever James goes over to see his daughter, you know, she will be hearing of us. He will be able to tell her how we all are. Emma spared no exertions to maintain this happier flow of ideas, and hoped by the help of backgammon to get her father tolerably through the evening, and be attacked by no regrets but her own. The backgammon table was placed, but a visitor immediately afterwards walked in and made it unnecessary. Mr. Knightley, a sensible man about seven or eight and thirty, was not only a very old and intimate friend of the family, but particularly connected with it as the elder brother of Isabella's husband. He lived about a mile from Highbury, was a frequent visitor and always welcome, and at this time more welcome than usual, as coming directly from their mutual...